And one of the things I have repeated over and over again is that you cannot go where your mind has not been. In fact, if you want to go somewhere, you don't have money to go yet. Let your mind travel there and your body will follow. Even the world understands that if you train your mind to be sharp, the world will pay you well. Praise the Lord. So I've spoken to various uh, professions in the house. I said, for example, you sew. Find new styles. Now when you get the style, find a way of tweaking the style. Making it unique. Create your own style. It's not every style that you see somebody create that you go and copy. Praise the Lord. There's a market for that one. But the higher market is that you create and everybody follows. So at least in your lifetime, as a seamstress or a tailor, so one thing that when people see they know that you started it. Praise the Lord. That's how you do it in Jesus' name. Amen. And I've spoken about how because your mind is rich, you shouldn't feed your mind with poor things. Praise the Lord. I told you that you have to go to certain places and have a feel because you must become rich in your mind. If your mind is rich, your body will be rich. And I'm not teaching you to be materialistic, but I'm teaching you to have victory when you need to have victory. What is your spirituality if at the end of the day you are poor? There is something I was thinking about. It hurts me, but it's the truth. When Jesus told the story of Lazarus, it was not a parable, it's a real story. When Lazarus went to Abraham's bosom, Lazarus was so poor on the earth that he didn't have his own place. He still had to go to somebody's bosom. Are you listening to me? Are you sure you are listening to me? Are you sure? Okay, listen. So that when he went to a place of eternity, because by then, hell was still in the, Abraham's bosom was still in the belly of hell. However, when, they say, when I say hell, understand the under part of the world. Because the higher you go in theology, you understand that nothing was created in heaven. Everything was created from the womb of the earth. It's in scripture, but I'm not going to go into that. So, that was the destined quiet location that God reserved for those who have eternal life. So, what he did was that, <coughs> sorry, he set up that place so that those who inherit eternal life in heaven, after Christ has resurrected and ascended to heaven, will be able to follow him. But he couldn't keep them in a bad place. He had to keep them in a good place. And that is what we call Abraham's bosom. It, Lazarus was so poor, he had to live in Abraham's bosom. I have a problem with that one. Serious problem. On earth, you were poor. After you die too, you still go and live in somebody's house. It's a problem. It's a big problem. Do, do you understand? If your mind is right, you will live right. It tells me that even in eternity, what when you are owner on the earth, it will carry you into eternity. Praise the Lord. The Bible says that and some will sit on thrones and judge angels. Some will sit on throne and, and rule over cities. Hey, don't go to heaven and go and be somebody's tenant. You were on the earth, you were a tenant. You go to heaven, you remain a tenant. God forbid. I did hear an amen. Still speaking of Lazarus, I still don't understand. Lazarus was so poor, we know that on the earth, it is rich people who send poor people. So, the rich man in hell had the audacity to tell Abraham, send Lazarus. My problem is that he was sent on the earth, even in heaven, we had to send Lazarus. Please, don't be poor. I can't hear you. I said, don't be poor. Say, I shall not be poor. Because one here, you go to heaven and still somebody will be sending you. Some angel be non Send some angel. They won't send the angel. They will send you. Why? Because they've been sending you on the earth. Ah, even in heaven, they will send you. Adding. Praise Jesus. Do you understand? Are you sure you understand? <laughs> Because what is happening is that a lot of people don't know that there's glory for them. So we limit our lives. We cannot limit ourselves. Praise Jesus. Say, I will not be limited. I will not, be limited. I will not limit myself. I will not limit myself. Say, I will be rich. I will be rich. 
My mind is rich. Therefore, my body is rich. Now, this is what happens over the years. This is what happens over the years. This is what happens over the years. I've been told that I'm rocking. I'm rocking. Praise the Lord. This is what happens over the years. When your mind is not strong, it carries you into life. You will see problems upon problems upon problems. And not because God is not with you, but because the enemy knows that that is how he can get you. But we pray in the name of Jesus that our minds will be so rich, the enemy will not get us in the name of Jesus. Now, when the devil wants to find ways and means of crushing you, and he cannot use his machines, he uses you yourself. Listen to me. Praise the Lord. Imagine if you were a staunch prayer warrior. Imagine if you're a strong man in the heart. Imagine if you're a man who understands the word of God and you live by the word of God. And you are all set to do what God has called you to do. What it means is that there's going to be a day that the devil will still have to try all he can. So he uses men, he can't get you. He uses family members, he can't get you. And sometimes he uses evil spirits and still can't get you. And he says, there's only one machine, you yourself. So will look for a loophole in your mind, in your heart. That is the weakness that is in you. And he will capitalize on that and break you. And that's why we say when your mind is strong, your body is strong. When your mind is strong, your, your life is strong. When your mind is rich, everything about you is rich. Never be poor. Say, I cannot be poor. Cannot be poor. I'm doing something. Say, I cannot be poor. Say it again. Say, I cannot be poor. I can only be rich. Say, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. I deserve to be rich. I deserve to be rich. Now, some people don't think that they're entitled to be rich. They don't see themselves as somebody who can be rich and must be rich. But riches don't come to people who only want it. But it is open up for everybody. Hallelujah. So, if you understand what I'm talking about, you will truly know that I'm talking to you. And that you are the one who must be rich. Praise the Lord. Now, I spoke about a lot of things and I spoke about how your mind, in your mind there are limitations. And those, those limitations are called strongholds. Praise the Lord. We saw that in the book of Corinthians. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 from verse 3 to verse 5. Praise the Lord. So, those, those are some of the strongholds. And last week I showed you pictures and today I want to show you pictures. But before I do that, let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 to verse 5. Let's observe. Malufele, Vedua Shande, Paru Seketoda. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Mm -hmm. Are you listening to me? Now, understand why I'm coming from this scripture because I told you from the beginning that your mind is a spiritual part of your life. Your mind is not the physical mind. A physical part of your life. Do you understand? How many of us can touch our minds? Touch your mind, let me see. Touch your mind. If you don't know, you touch your head. You tell me, you show me where you, were, where you attended school. Praise the Lord. Okay, now touch your brain. Where is your brain? Here. Your brain is in your head, right? Good. That's where your brain is. Now, the brain is a physical central unit or processing unit of your human being. Do you understand? Don't tell me it is your heart. The heart is not the place. So, originally, the heart is the physical pumping machine. Do you understand? But your mind is your soul. Because that's where your emotions are, your reasoning are, your imaginations are and your utterance come from. Praise the Lord. So your mind is a spiritual part of your body. The Bible says we should win souls. And most of you, you are not yet won. Let me go into this before I get into the scripture. Most of you are not yet won. Because your mind is still roaming about in places you are not supposed to roam about. When the man's mind is won, that is your soul. When your soul is won, your soul becomes rich. Are you listening to me? Your soul does not live in the realm of fear anymore. 
now you walk in the realm of abundance, of glory and beauty. Do you understand what is happening? Now listen to me carefully. I'm telling you something that to win a soul takes a process. And that is why Grace Army Church has designed the, the six-part course for everyone, everybody who enters this church. If you enter here and you go through that six-part course, you notice that your mind is rich, your spirit is rich, you become enlightened. Anytime I find out people who, don't, who dodge that class, they struggle. People who dodge that class, they struggle. May you not struggle in Jesus' name. So winning a soul takes time. It doesn't take one day. I want a soul. No, they came to Christ. The soul takes time to be won. That is why it, you see that there are some sins that you were used to. You enjoy doing those sins. And even though you are a believer, you still do them. The reason is because your soul is not yet won. Are you here with me? So we're now talking about how the mind is where we, we are won from, where we get the victory from. So I continue. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Mm -hmm. Casting down what? Where are imaginations? In the mind. So there are wrong imaginations that will come up. And every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, there are high things that would like to stop you. And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So it is your responsibility to suppress every thought and tell them no go through the lens of the obedience of christ go through the lens of scripture so when you see that there are things of fighting your mind like fear you have to take that fear and run it through scripture ask yourself is this thing that is happening to me is must it happen is it proper that it is happening so when you know from this angle then you know how to handle it Do you understand what i'm saying so you don't just jump to every issue hey this thing has happened hey we are dead we are not dead we are not dead. When something happens first, you don't go saying the negative. You have to take your time. Speak what is right. Let the weak say I am. And let the poor say I am. That is the rudiments of God. Praise the Lord. Now, I've gone into this scripture already, so I'm not going to do much with it. I'm just going to tell you some few things. The Bible talks about strongholds. Strongholds are limiting ideas. Limiting ideas. Imaginations are plantings of thoughts that have been gathered over the years. You notice that sometimes your imaginations are your experiences. When a man sees money, he knows what money can achieve. When a man sees poverty for a long time, he knows what, how to manage the little he has. He can be so much of a manager, even managing gets out of hand. Praise the Lord. And thoughts, that talks about wicked and evil painful thoughts. Sometimes some people are killed in their minds, not because God wants to kill them, but the devil will bring you suicidal thoughts, thoughts of failure, thoughts that makes you feel like you cannot go on in life. And people are held under that captivity. Praise the Lord. May the Lord cause every mind that is under that kind of bondage to be broken free in the name of Jesus. Now, and then there's a the next thing called every high thought. And I try to get pictures to define these four things. So give me picture number one. Let's look at some of the limitations. Have you seen this picture? So you spend most of your life inside your head. Make it a nice place to be. Look at the picture on the screen. Have you seen it? We spend most of our time where? It is not, don't think that you are spending your time outside the street. You only go on the street because your mind took you to the street. You are only doing the business you are doing because your mind went there first. If you cannot see yourself there, nothing will happen for you. Praise the Lord. Can you imagine? Look at these two minds. One is sitting under a tree. It is an imagination. Have you seen flowers there? On the, on the ground. On the, and the, the grass is green. Have you seen it? And there's a nice river flowing. Have you seen it? And the sun is shining. And there are fruits on the tree. And the guy is sitting there sipping some nice juice. Can you see? Uh -huh. And there are butterflies there. Even butterflies, they must appear in your world because you want them to be there. Anything flies, you kill them. There are, there are some that when they fly, they are for a good reason. Praise the Lord. Are you listening to me? Now let's consider the negative thoughts. Look at what happens in the person's mind. Where do you want to be? <laughs> Truly, this is what we do. Negative thoughts, overthinking, and drama. 
The first one is positive thoughts. No overthinking, no drama. One of the ways you can stop overthinking is speaking in tongues. I come there, but if you speak in tongues a lot, you will not overthink. The Lord will take it away. Why do you think the devil is fighting people from speaking in tongues? Because he knows that that is where their victory is. He knows it. They did a research on a man speaking in tongues and they noticed that all of a sudden his mind go, goes blank, but there is a certain pause that reads in his mind and those pause elevate godliness. They become miraculous. They become cancer leaves their body, sickness leaves their bodies. Praise the Lord. So when you look at a man in their thinking, they draw things. So when you see somebody who likes horror movies, it's like somebody who says they're Christian, but they like the nightclub. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do there? Is your father there? What, what do you want in the nightclub? What do you want there? That place that people wear half pants. The pant itself is a pant, but it is half. Praise the Lord. And then you go there, you say, I bind, I bind. You are not binding. You are soaked in the in the, in the devil, in inside the, the anointing of the devil. You can't bind in the in the nightclub. What are you binding? Everything is showing that you are in the wrong place. Praise Jesus. I said, praise Jesus. Do you understand what I'm saying? So when when you tell me that media, I just go and sit there and then I like the song. Now song no crap problem. Praise the Lord. So in your mind. Look at this picture. The man is relaxing. But look at where the guy is lying. There are reptiles, insects. The place is dark, it's gloomy. And there's a spider. There's a spider. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Have you seen how mindsets are? Don't, don't go through that kind of pressure. Give me the next picture. And this is our mindset. So, so with this one, it falls under imagination. It falls under what? Good. There is another mindset that I want to show you today. These are also two groups of mindsets. Number one is growth mindset. And the next one is a fixed mindset. Do you understand? It, this, it, this is a mindset. It is a stronghold. This one falls under stronghold. There are some people, when you work with them, everything is possible. Oh, let's do it. Yeah, we can do it. Let's go. Yeah, we can do it. Oh, we can't do it. This one failed. That one failed. This one failed. You will also fail. Hey! Such a person. You symbols. <laughs> Run away from the... Must the person be your friend? Is it by force? Run! Now, when we look at this mindset, we see two things. Number one, I can try a different strategy. Some people, they don't try. The next person, the fixed mindset, I can't do this. Praise the Lord. Hey! Say, I will attempt good things. Say it to yourself. Say, I will attempt great things. Both for God and in my life. I can't hear you say, I will attempt great things for God and my life. Do you understand? What is here? Yeah. So if you don't attempt great things, don't come and tell me that, yeah, yeah, you try here, it doesn't work. Try there. You finish trying here, try here. You do here, do this one. Hey, do something. Praise the Lord. Those who must pray, pray in the morning. Pray in the afternoon. Between morning and afternoon, it's called brunch. Pray there. After it's from there, lunch and dinner, what is it called? Brunch. Do something there. <laughs> By all means, do something. Do you understand? If nothing is drawing you, everything is limiting you. Write it down. If nothing is drawing you to attempt great things, everything is limiting you. If nothing is drawing you to attempt good things or great things, everything is limiting you. Hallelujah. 
The next thing you see in the growth mindset is this. Is this really my best work? You ask yourself, okay, now I've gotten, I've achieved this. Can I do more? Oh, you've gotten 1,000 CD. Can you make another 1,000? You've gotten 2,000. Can I make another 10,000? From there, can I make another 100,000? Praise the Lord. Your mind must be a growth mindset. Some people say, this work is good enough. I told you about the guy who attended Presec. Brilliant boy. Went to school, started fully and smoking. And then he wrote the SSE. And then he got fail, 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 fail. Then one of the papers he got passed, he got an E. Then he jumped, yes. Then <laughs> the friends asked him, why do you say yes? He said, at least my father will know that I tried, just that I failed. Problem guy. Do you understand what's happening? Look at the third mindset in the growth mindset. He says, this may take some time and effort, yet I will do it. Praise the Lord. This may take some time, yet I'll do what? This is too hard to try when it comes to this uh, fixed mindset. They don't, if you push them, there are some people, when you tell them the truth, you become their enemies. There are some people, the day you begin to tell them what to elevate their lives, lift them up, and push them to their place of glory, that is the day you become their enemy. They think that you hate them at all. By all, by all means, at all costs, you hate them. It is the reason why you are telling them the truth. Listen, if you're a mother here, or you aspire to be a mother someday, and you, your mother did not tell you the truth, so anytime somebody tells you the truth outside, the person becomes your enemy. Notice, you are, you are going to raise a child in that light. So let me tell you the truth. Better change in your own life so you can affect somebody else. There are some people, when you tell them the truth, pay you an enemy. Because the truth hurts. Truth is not always sweet. Truth is sometimes painful. But when the truth is said, truth is truth. So a wise person will allow truth to play out. But there are some people, when you tell them, pay, <laughs> why are you doing it? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Are you in church with me? Yeah, you must be here. You can't go anywhere. Because when you look at the life that you must live, you, there are times where truth is painful. That, but you must embrace it. But some people, hey, it becomes a problem. Give me the next picture. It will have serious issues more. Hey, hey. It is a mindset. It's a mindset that tells you that as a man, you must have alcohol in your system. It is a mindset. Oh yeah, it is. Do you understand? When you look at the picture carefully, it looks like somebody who is depressed. So it is a mindset that tells you that when you go through challenges and things become difficult, you forget some ogoglu. It is a mindset. It is a mindset. Are you a believer? A pastor drank to death. A pastor. Because the church failed. And when I say the church failed, the offering stopped coming like it used to come. And, and his pastors ran away and people betrayed him. He lost, they sued him. Everything went bad. He drank to death. In America today, it is said that about 70% of young pastors who joined about 10 years ago have quit. Me too, I'm going to look for a job and do. And let me live my life. Are you here with me? I said, this is a limiting mindset. It's a stronghold. People think that this is the way to solve problems. When I drink, I forget. Now, if you forget, is, is the problem solved? It is still there. What is the enemy is putting people in a spiral of alcoholism? So you, you notice that they jump from one issue to another and another. They keep drinking, drinking, drinking. It is a stronghold in your mind. It is it is limiting you and it is killing you. I know I'm talking to somebody here. 
Don't ever go through problem and think that the solution is in a cup. The solution is in you. I said the solution is in you. This is a stronghold. And look, I'm taking my time to build this thing so that some of you, when you go home, you will now go and direct your brothers, your sisters, your uncles, your aunties, and your parents. Brother, sister, mama, the thing you are doing, it won't solve the problem. Let's think about how to make it work. If there are some things we are doing that is not good, we stop and then we focus. We fight hard and fight well. Praise the Lord. Give me the other picture. <laughs> hey. You thought, you thought I was going to put only guys here. Eh? I balanced the equation. There are people also here. Eh? Look at this picture. It still talks about a certain level of depression. Look at it carefully. So, there are people who also resort to this place because, listen, as a parent, don't buy alcohol bottles and put it in your house. Alcohol itself is called a spirit. But what kind of spirit is it? I've taught you some time ago. I said, the word is alcohol. It's an Arabian word, which is, is Arab and Hebrew are the same. Do you understand? It means to hold by the throat and press to death. Is the word alcohol. It's not alcohol. Alcohol. It was just anglicized. So, if you understand that when you buy alcohol and put in your house, you are buying a choking spirit. And no wonder. No wonder. No wonder. No. Listen, it's a stronghold. It is in people's minds. Oh, what is wrong with you? Now, listen, I'm talking to you today. If this used to be in your past, Allow it to be in your past. One I say, if this kind of structure it used to be in your past, allow it to be where? From today going in your future, may it not be found. I said, may it not be found. Because you see, these are strongholds of the minds. People make money and they think that they must have two wives. Somewhere, somehow. I get money. I go, if you take care of a woman. So, can two wives. Yet they don't know that they are they are fueling the desires of a spiritual stronghold. Mommy, next picture. Mommy, give me the next picture. If I don't show you like this, eh? oh, pastor, he preached powerfully. No, he showed you pictures powerfully. The only time a lazy man ever succeeds is when he tries to do something. <laughs> oh, eh, sorry. When he tries to do nothing. Do you understand the quote? A lazy man. The only time a lazy man succeeds is when he does nothing because his, his work is lazy. He's a lazy man. Do you understand? Do you understand? So, no man is lazy if he tries something. Their family say, they are so lazy, I wonder how they keep getting women. I mean, yesterday, you guys dealt with laziness. And, and some of the things, I said something, I said, there are some people, they are rich, when they are hardworking when it comes to using their minds, so they can write with a pen, they can reason. But when you, when that job spores, you cannot find them in the place where they can use their hands. So if you're a woman, you're going to marry, you should look for, ask him, you, do you use only your head, or you can use your hands as well? So when you are dating, what questions do you ask? I like your beard. What is the number of your hair here? Hey. There are a lot of limiting mindsets. Some people are lazy. And that laziness, they learned it from... Ah, Listen, I know a guy. I know a guy. He completed SS with me. And he slept for like 10 years of his life. At the end of 10 years, he was diagnosed with diabetes. Because this is a guy who will eat abnormally and sleep well. Then he became like this. He must... Listen, it's a limiting mindset. It's a stronghold in the mind. He thinks that he deserves comfort, yet he does not have to work for it. 
Do you understand? You don't know. Lazy people, they have time to analyze. They know all the nice things except to work towards it. Give me the next picture. Oh, your What day will you? Hey. What day, no? And guess what? They can sleep well. Eh? I don't get it. This is not in the night because you can see that the sun is shining, but he's not perturbed. He's sleeping well, well. I'm the person when when the when the sun comes up, I can't sleep. So now I have to get that thing. What do you call it? The eye patch, right? To sleep well. So because I spend most of the time in the night, so that I can have some small sleep during the day. This one, what that eye patch or no eye patch with the sleep? This is a limiting mind. Listen, you cannot succeed by this kind of lifestyle. God says that I will bless the work of your hands. What work do you do? What you will never meet a minister, you will never meet a great man, you never meet a rich man who is ready for you to help them. So he will give you bigger money than you used to make. Why? Because you are engulfed in sleeping. How can you be what that sorry 6 a.m. Minima dentia minikum unim kojogin? for free. Learn to be active. A lot of people are like this. But they are not found here. I say they are not found here. Uh, hey. Next verse. Did I say next verse? Next picture. <laughs> I'm showing you mindsets. Mindsets. Obi see Netflix. Ah, uh, yeah, popcorn de gumpano. So you need popcorn neda. Look at it. These are all limiting mindsets. Now I'm going to come to some more serious pictures. You see, these are all limiting mindset. How come? How come? How come? You didn't hear. The world is run by tired men. The relaxed and the lazy ones, they don't do anything. They don't prosper. It is run by tired men. So if you are tired, it means you are doing something profitable. He's holding a bottle. There's, in the popcorn, you can see some donuts and some things. Cry remote. We making nature's electricity bill on Shiku because TV in the so. Give me the next picture. Have you seen the things I'm trying to bring to you? Do you understand? You cannot be a believer and be like this. What are you doing? What are you doing with your life? <laughs> Thank you. This is also a mindset. How many of you can tell he's an old man? With diabetes, ebim cheno. Kukram yare, kukram yare. With ebim cheno. Look at him carefully. Oh, I chop 80. So, see, what you don't do when you are young, don't tell me you will do when you are old. It's not true. It is not true. It is not true. So, I didn't bring a young man. If I, if I bring a young man, you say that, oh, this will be young. I deliberately brought an old man. Look at his body. Look at the body. Old man will get six packs. Look at it carefully. Limits exist only in the mind. I'm teaching you something. I'm teaching you, Pa. I know. How many of you noticed that when we started doing the fast the leaders, you noticed that your blood flow is easy, it's, it's fine. It's like a lot of things are happening to you very well. Ah, Kase Amen. The leaders are not talking at all. Say, I will fast. Ah, because you see, fasting is good for you. The obi wa ne fasting no a exercise mano obi wa so ne fasting no ho a spiritual mano so you must understand the balance a lot of people are not disciplined it is discipline that takes you the bible says look at a man who is diligent in his work he will stand before kings and not before mere men what have you exerted yourself to do well what have you suppressed yourself to do well do something and do it well Never forget this picture. This picture, it, it inspires me, Keke. 
I have no excuse. Oh. I like that. Truly. I don't have an excuse that I'm 50. It will allow the party to be a party. No, no, no. There's no pot belly here in the name of Jesus. We will exercise power. Next one. Give me another picture. I'm showing you things that limit people. So, oh, listen. 60-year-old people die because they retire. Don't re ever retire in life. I said, don't ever do what? When you are 80, still go about your business, doing things. Oh, how old are you? I'm 60. I've retired. I've worked too long. It's okay. How many of you? How many years? 30 years. I've served the nation. When I hear people like that, tell me more. That is what killed a lot of people. No matter what, even if you are 80, still work. Did you hear that? As even when you are 80, still do what? Yeah. Uh-huh. We are entering another water. This is another level of strongholds. If you come from a family where you've been seeing things like this, you need to pray, Papa. So what he has here? It's a limited mindset. These are people who know the use of candles. They know the use of these tarot cards. You see them? And then they, they, use, they use this uh, door. When you go to a fetish house or a, and you see this door, it is not for decoration. So. Somebody's soul is inside. They will take the leg and break it. The person is at home. His leg is broken. <laughs> mindsets. Limiting mindsets. Give me the next picture. I'm still going. Yeah. And let me buy a power. <laughs> Uh -huh. That one is white man one. This one is uh -huh. ah. Let me teach you something here. Have you seen this man? He's created in the image and in the likeness of God. What it means is that everything he has made that he's sacrificing and worshipping to must actually worship him. But he has reversed the order. The Bible says in the book of Romans, they thinking in themselves that they are wise rejected the knowledge of God. Therefore God also gave them over to vile passions. He said, he, they were limited in their minds. When the man is limited in his mind, this is how he goes about. Listen, it is only in this worship, this kind of thing, you see polygamy. More than one wife in a house. It is in this place that you see a lot of poverty. It is in this place that you see a lot of sicknesses. It is in this place that you will hear that a brother has been possessed to rape a sister. I'm telling you the truth. It is only in this kind of setting that you... Because these are strongholds in the mind. It is in this place that you see that people, they die and they are killed by voodoo spirits. I can tell some of you, because you have seen a lot of juju in your family, you are afraid of that juju more than you are afraid of God. That is the problem. Most of the time, the juju people, the only time they move out of the juju is when the juju itself is want, want to kill them. Then they run to God. And God saves them. Is that another picture? Uncle? These are all strongholds. Have you seen it? And when these people, they are talking, eh? They are boastful. They are very, very proud. You know him? <laughs> I thought you knew him. You knew him. Praise the Lord. Have you, seen, have you seen strongholds in the mind? Have you seen the limiting powers of the mind? 
Listen, a lot of people are limited by these things. And these are strongholds. So, the, the more they see this, the more they believe it. When you tell them something about God, you tell them, because God is cool. God, God is gentle. He has a, a fiery side. He cannot actually show it to you. But in this day, he said it's a dispensation of grace. He's showing grace. He's showing mercy. That is why he waits for people's foolishness to grow up. When they are tired and they now come to their sense, they say, Lord, help me. Then God will now pull them and say, come, I have saved you. I will save you. Then they say, come, I will take care of you. Come, I will help you. They, so they think that God is weak and God is, God, is, God is soft. God cannot do it quickly. So they go to places like this. Is that all? Add. The first guy was a young guy, isn't it? Where do you want to be? Now, I know some of you here, you've seen this head before physically. I know it. And let me tell you something. Anytime you go to your family, you see this thing there, or you've seen this thing before in your family, what it means is that you are people who worship the dead. It's the worship of ancestry. And that one, the whole of Ghana will do it. I said, the whole of where? Have you said Togbe? Have you heard Togbe? When they say Togbe, you understand. There are people you understand. When they say Nimekename, you understand. When they say Nananom, it's not a name. Yeah, ancestors, thank you. It's the worship of ancestry. And these are all strongholds in the mind. People are limited by these powers. Now, when it comes to these limiting powers, the strongholds, listen, you must do everything to break free from them. And, and there are six ways by which you can do that. It's found in Ephesians. And I'm going to come there. Uh -huh. Give me the next one. It finished. This is the last one. Yes. So, look at all the things I've showed you today. And these are all mindsets. So when you see a guy and he's in the university and he's a fresh boy, ask him of his background. Go, how are you? Where do you come from? Are you a Christian? Who, which God do you serve? Do you even serve God at all? But I hear that lately when you're asking, you ask him, have you ever been a boy or ever been a girl? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. Listen, these are things that stop people and they cannot advance. People respect this more than they respect God. Listen, listen to me carefully. I say, this man was created in the image and in the likeness of God. Nothing is supposed to be of value to him that he will bow himself. Because when God made the, 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 the man and he said, I have made you in my image and my likeness. Have dominion and rule over the earth. What he was telling him is that be the God of this world. Didn't hear Satan say, I am the God of this world. He said, it was lawfully handed over to me by the former God of this world, which was Adam. So listen, what Adam was, was a God to this world. But the God handed over his authority to Satan. So Satan became the God of this world. You cannot be limited. I'm telling you, I say you cannot be limited. You are only limited because of this kind of strongholds in the mind. Say in the name of Jesus. Say today, I reject and renounce every activity of strongholds from my family background. Say anything I have seen before that still rules my mind in a subtle way. Say right now, in the name of Jesus and by the blood, I wash my conscience. I wash my conscience. I wash my mind in the name of Jesus. Say I am clean from every stronghold of the enemy in the name of Jesus say my mind is alert my spirit is sweet and I am light a lot of people a lot of people carry the burdens of wickedness and this is what we carry about this is what we carry about listen never limit yourself never limit yourself when you when you when a man lives in a in a room like this he, he, look he lives here this is his altar. This is a shrine. I heard of a story of a man. He only sleeps three hours a day. And he's a juju man. He sleeps how many hours a day? And even that sleep, he does not sit. He sits in the chair. 
you see that lazy chair. Then you stretch himself. Oh, 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 three hours. And he's, he, it is said, his son said that in the night, in the night, he will hear his father say to the shrine, I have no eyes, give me eyes. I have no ears, give me ears. I have no legs, give me legs. He's telling an evil spirit to do that. Isn't that the prayer we pray to God when the Lord wants to use a man? This is the prayer of consecration. I have no life, give me life. I have no strength, give me strength. I have no legs, take me to where I must go. So he's consecrating his life to a demonic spirit. Now we say, only the Bible is easy. This is a limiting mindset. They will stop. You cannot do well under this condition. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, you can't. You can't. Has the devil ever given anything good? Oh, check his, check his credential. And one of the things that a man went to hell and came back with is this. The Lord gave him a visitation to hell. He said when he got there, the thing that hurt him even the most was that the demons that lied to the human beings whilst they were on earth, they were now laughing at them in hell. <laughs> Hey, a demon of deception lies to a man over a period of, period of time, maybe 50, 100 years, and the person, because on chamber, no matter what, you die. And then the person just leaves the earth and then dies and doesn't make it to heaven and then enters hell and finds out that the demon that he used to serve, the demon is now laughing at you. He ha, ha, I deceived you and it worked. Ha, ha, ha. You thought that you were sharp. Ha, 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 ha. Look at your life. Ha, 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 ha. Ow. That is why when I know, I know the nature of demons. So me, I, I don't want them to come close to me. I'm telling you because they will find their way to come next to you. But you must do everything to push them away. Demons. They, they have the power to limit people in their minds. Give me Ephesians 6, 13 to 18. Five verses. Let's look at it. I'm going to give you the way to overcome the enemy. Strong minds, strong mindset. And, and, and you have to get it because these are seven points that I've written down. If I'm not able to exhaust them, we'll, we'll continue later. But understand something, that when your mind is rich, your body is rich. Look, the children of Israel had come out of Egypt. They had a slavish mentality. They had a slavish mindset. God said, I'm going to make you landowners. He said, hey, us, landowners. They fought the man who was supposed to lead them into their place of glory. When you have a slave following you, that is how it is. Sometimes some wives cannot accept love from their husband. They fight the same man who is loving them. Sometimes some men cannot accept love from their wives. They fight the same woman who must be a blessing to them because you have a slavish mentality. They say, be an owner. You say, no, it is a lie. They are tricking me. They are going to kill me. He said, did Moses bring us out of Egypt only to kill us in the desert? He said, I'll give you meat. He said, no, we want watermelon and garlic. I'm taking you to a land flowing with milk and honey. They say, no, watermelon, garlic, and cucumber. Praise the Lord. And that's why sometimes I have a problem with nutrition. Please, if you're a nutritionist, please don't, don't fight me. I'm just telling you that the Bible says, I'm taking you to a land flowing with milk and honey. He didn't take grapes and cucumber. Praise Jesus, what has it? Praise Jesus, what has it? milk and honey, Praise Jesus. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. The what? Now, when you take on the whole armor of God, what you're doing is that every limiting mindset, every thought, every stronghold that stops you, that you've actually seen stop men in your family, cannot stop you. What you've done is that you have put on the whole armor of God. Now, listen to me carefully. When the Bible says the whole armor of God, he didn't say your armor or the armor of the believer. He says the armor of God. It tells me that this is what God wears when he's going to fight. The armor of who? When they say something is my armor, this is the armor of Nanaya. What does it mean? It means it's my armor. 
So he's telling you that you put on the whole armor of God. When God is going to fight, there are things he wears as a soldier to go and fight. And these are the things we are going to look at. Hallelujah. That you may be able to withstand in the evil day. In the what? In the what? In the what? A lot of people hate this evil day, but everybody will one day have an evil day. When your evil day comes, ah, when your evil day comes, where will you be? Where, are you ready? Are you able to stand? A lot of people, the evil day comes, and because the evil day comes and they are not prepared, their evil day can last for 20 years. Some people, their evil day can last for five years. Some people, their evil day can last for two weeks, depending on the spirit they carry. They say, no, that's far and no further. They say, you've come too far. You cannot continue. They say, you, ca you cannot limit me. You cannot suppress me. You have done what you can do. It's only one week, but it is enough for me. You cannot cross. I refuse for you to cross. Because what? They have what it takes to stand in the evil day. There are some people, their whole life, they, they are in an evil day. I told you something. There was a season in my life I didn't know that the sun was out. The enemy fought me on every side. When I get up and the sun is out, I only go out. I don't know that the sun... I thought that the whole world had become dark. Whether day or night. That is what I saw. Until one day, in prayer, the Lord, the Lord opened my heavens. And that was the first day I realized that the sun was out. Listen, that day, I walked in the sun eh, from Accra... A girl's guide to uh, mile seven runabout. I was living there. I walked there with the sun and that was the day I started enjoying the sun. And the Lord told me something. So every time I say to my wife, but she doesn't know where the revelation came from. She say, today the sun is shining to me. I say, listen, there is, they have their use. When it is gloomy, it's about to rain. It has a purpose. Allow it to be. And when the sun is also shining, enjoy it. If you like, ask her. Every day I say, if you work with me, you notice that I say that. You hear me say it, yes. Because when your evil day comes and the enemy decides to fight you, he doesn't care whether you are born again or you are not born again. He doesn't care whether you are prepared or you are not prepared. He doesn't care whether you have what it takes or not. What he wants to do is to kill, is to steal and to destroy. And he will do either of the three. If not all. And having done all to stand. Next verse. Stand. <laughs> stand therefore. Having your loins. Get about with truth. With what? What it means is that if a person has a limiting mindset. And he has believed a lie. He is always at the. At the loose end of the enemy. The enemy can always crush you anytime. Because you have not believed truth. What is the truth about your life? I'll come into it. Next verse. That's it. No, wait, let me finish. Let me. It talks about truth. And having on the breastplate of righteousness. Now, righteousness is a big one. And we're going to delve deep into it this year. Praise the Lord. One of the things that we don't know is this. That when a man does not know that he's righteous, it means that he's prey for the enemy. When a man does not know that he's righteous, he becomes the weak, the weak thing that the enemy likes to beat. Because God does not work with us according to holiness. He works with us according to righteousness. Praise the Lord. And his feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. What is the gospel of peace? When It is the good news of peace. Now the good news of peace is this. That I'm at peace with God. The enemy knows that the day you know that God is not angry with you. God loves you. And God cares about you. That is the day his, his stronghold over your life is broken. The day you know that I can get up in the morning and go to God. Oh, but yesterday I fought with this sister. Forget the fighting. Go, with, go to God. God said you have peace with him. Come, it is the gospel of peace. You don't know that you have peace with God. But God says you have peace with me. And because of that, the enemy begins to limit you. And begins to beat you down. Why? Because it is a limiting mindset. It carries you everywhere you go. Once you feel inferior because you are not accepted, the enemy has gotten you. And he, to the way he is, he knows the people he can destroy. So he doesn't stop. Next verse. Let's go. I'll take my time to delve into this one. And above all, taking the shield of what? Taking the shield of what? 
the man who is carrying the skull head, eh, isn't he exhibiting faith in that spirit? Why can't you exhibit spirit, faith in the, in the spirit of God? Why can't you believe God for the things you want to believe? The reason is because this is another kind of faith. Leave that kind of faith and now come into God. Be strong in your faith. Connect yourself to God. Believe God. Be strong in God. Connect to him. Know that he's ever ready to bless you. A lot of people are limited because they don't know that God is ready to answer their belief. I believe my God, he'll provide for me. He said, oh yeah, take. I believe my God that this week will be a good week. He said, ah, angels, go, 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 go. Go and make it happen. Go and make it happen. Go and make it happen. I believe that this week I'll meet somebody very important and the person will be very kind to me and I'll also be kind to Hey, angels, begin to orchestrate meeting. Do, do, do. You get up in the beginning of the week. Hmm, I don't know who inspired that guy. And from time to time, they play it on radio. It's like he's paid payola for them to play it. They play it on radio. They play it on radio. And you don't understand where the song is coming from. Who inspired that song? Have you ever heard the song the Holy Spirit has given before? There is power. In the name of Jesus. And only in Shida, you know. Abo here, ordinate, and I bear Shanikon. Hey, hey, mean Casamicon, Debida, share. Nintino, Abo here, no, nominal. Ah, oh, here. Oh, yeah, Buana, oh, nomina, or the chain, cause you'll be con a radiant chain. What chain is he talking about? Is it the one you are wearing, the nice one, Debbie? Or your cradoba, or the abo come say, kum. What you what whatever you do, so the more you keep singing, you are professing your poverty. Is a mindset, is a limiting one, is a stronghold. Listen, this year we break every stronghold. I can't hear your amen. It is suffering from Koshoko. I said we break every stronghold in the mind in the name of Jesus. Listen, live free. I said, live free. You want to travel, travel. You want to make money, make the money. You want to marry, marry. You, you didn't hear me. Should I say it again? Listen, you want to eat Chinese, go and eat Chinese. Oh, yes, yes. You want to go to a five-star restaurant, go and go and enjoy your life. Listen, may nothing limit you. The Bible says in the Garden of Eden, the gold there was better than the gold of any part of this world. Guess what? When Adam and Eve sinned, what did he do? He didn't push them out of the... He didn't wipe out the garden. He pushed them out of the garden. What it means is that that same good gold is in the earth. If you come into Christ, he will now put you back in that garden on the earth. One thing I revelation I say, we should mean starting seven years, Jessica. Maka, maka. He replants you into that garden. Do you know why? Because the garden was made for the first Adam. So when the first Adam failed, they pushed him out. Now that the second Adam has succeeded, we have to push him back. Say, I have understanding. I have understanding. I have understanding. In the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. So you cannot be limited. I'm in a place where I deserve to be rich. My name is Adam. I was created to be rich. The gold there is good, so I must enjoy it. Praise the Lord. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Next verse. And take the helmet of salvation. A lot of people here, they don't know that when Jesus died once, he died for them for all, once for all. A lot of people, they've been taught this lie that when you are born again, you are saved. But when you sin today, that salvation is lost. You don't know what you are talking about. Because yourself, you don't read the Bible, you don't believe it. John 3.16. Ready, go. For God so show me that you went to class one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Should not perish, but have what? Temporal life. Temporal life. The thing is eternal life. Eternal life does not come twice. It comes once. The Bible says through the one-time sacrifice of Christ. Listen, the devil will beat anybody down. 
when you don't know this reality about your life, that salvation is once given, and that salvation carries you into the goodness of all God's blessings. You would think that today I did right, I deserve blessing. Tomorrow I didn't do right, I deserve a curse. This is the wickedness of the. I'll come there. Oh dear, chain. I'll come there. And then give me the last word, verse. Am I done with that verse? Take me back. Verse 17. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Do you understand? The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The sword of the spirit, which is the word. Now, a lot of people don't know how to release the sword of the spirit. The sword of the spirit is your ability to speak the word. Your ability to declare the word over your life. And a lot of people are limited. They are limited. They are limited. The Lord knows that we have limiting ability in our speech. Praise the Lord. You, you may not be able to say right, so he wrote things for you to say. Let the weak say. Let the poor say. What, what does that mean? It means that he's giving you what to say to your circumstances. He said, uh, he said, by his stripes ye were healed. So I was placed in the place of healing. I am already found in the place of healing. I ah. Uh, when it comes, I can be healed. I can be healed. I can be healed. I deserve the healing of God. But a lot of people are limited. Why? Because there are strong minds holding, strongholds holding their minds, holding their lives. And, and some of the people there, look at something. You've been tied to a place long ago and long enough. Even though the chains are broken, you can't live there. Because psychologically, I'm still tied to that place. Say, I break free. I break free. Say, I break free. 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 I break free in my mind and in my heart. In the name of Jesus. Say, I cannot be limited. All things are mine. I can't hear you. Say, all things are mine. I enjoy the best of God. The victory of God is mine. The prosperity of God is mine. I am not limited in any way. I have increase. I have abundance. I have excess of plenty of money. In the name of Jesus. Say, I increase on every side and on every level. In the name of Jesus. When it happens this way, the enemy looks at you and says, Ah, this person has gotten it. Now, I can't do anything to this person. The devil knows. The devil, he knows. Take it from me, he knows. Praying always. Praying what? If you don't know, you sit in your house and say, Pastor, he makes us pray too much. You see. Uh -huh. Praying what? Always. Friday, I told you that some of you, if I don't let you pray, you yourself, you destroy what you've built. You can be doing good for somebody and the person will say, ah, this thing that you did, look at the way you did it. And the thing will pierce your heart. All of a sudden, you will stop doing it. Was it bad that you're doing? Was it bad that you were doing? You were doing good, isn't it? You were doing something to help. But because the person spoke a word and the thing is inspired by evil spirit. So when the person speaks, then the devil uses it to pierce your heart like that. And then now the idea comes, stop 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 don't do it if they are not appreciating leave it if they are not happy with what you are doing leave it a lot of people have started paying people school fees and that's what happens to them and they stop a lot of people have started blessing people and that's what happened to them and they stop a lot of people have lifted people but because the people become ungrateful ah ah they stop are you in church with me are you here with me listen Never stop doing what is right because that is one of the plans of the enemy. So he said, pray always. This is why we pray always. So if you are not praying always, the enemy will get you. Listen, if you got a blessing three weeks ago and you were praying before you got the blessing, after you, got the, you, you get the blessing, you continue. You don't stop. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. I said, praise Jesus, somebody. Now look at it. He said, praying always with all prayers. With all prayer, just say, Empire, no, open boy, be a Oh, you ready? Made a year, yeah, and they can't wait. So, and they say, and the book, boom, need open Praise the Lord. You must pray all kinds of prayer, all and supplication in the spirit. In where? Romani, siketen, delebro, siketa, legedo, siketa, rabababababa, zomeno, siketa, baba. Do baby, that's a tongue, see, they want ma, ma, I say clock, ma, ma, clock, ma, ma. I know it. I know what I'm talking to you about. 
and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplications for all the saints. This is how to overcome the enemy. If you don't have this in your life, and listen, all these things I'm saying, these are, these are tick tick topics. All the seven places, they are, they are strong topics. I can't teach them and just run over them. So I said number one, the belt of truth. Number two, the breastplate of righteousness. Number three, the preparation of the gospel. Now the word preparation means the garnishing of the gospel. Oh, that's a beautiful one. Praise the Lord. The shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, and praying in the spirit. If you cannot do these things, know that the limiting power of the devil will work in your life. But when you, when you begin to do it, your life will begin to see an upward turn. You won't struggle. Even if struggle comes, you notice that it's just a fight. You will finish the fight. You move on to enjoyment. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Can you give the Lord a big round of applause? The next time we're going to talk about, the next time I'm going to teach on this topic, I'm going to have a, a question and answer time, okay? So Because I can't rush this. When you are breaking, now, cycles in the family, as much as they are demonic, they must first be impressed on your mind. So look at something. Sometimes somebody can belong to a family and they have the same bloodline, Right? But because they've been separated from the experiences that everybody goes through, and I think that is what happened to me and my brother. They come back to the family and they have a, a different perspective on life. Because my grandma raised me up, she took me to church and opened my eyes to the things of God early. It opened my perspective on life. There are certain things I didn't do. There are certain places I didn't go. There are certain activities I didn't indulge in. So when I came, I came... Before I, I was living with my mom, I had a different mindset. My mind was already tuned in a certain way. I was already born again. I was already baptized. I couldn't have fallen back into darkness. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I had the chance to advance in light. Oh, what a blessing that was. What a blessing it has been. Because if not, all the limiting powers of my background would have worked on me. You see, today, I'm inviting you to be listening to messages like this. The reason is because this is how you will not repeat the mistakes and the failures of your parents. This is how you will not follow the footsteps of the people in your family. This is how you become different. Listen, the Bible says, a righteous man, whilst he's growing, he still bears fruit. You see, he's like a tree planted by the rivers of waters. He does not know drought. What it means is that when you are planted in God, we don't know Ope, we don't know Hamatan, we don't know rainy season, and we don't know hot seasons. Every season is one season green, fresh season. Hallelujah. You need the proper teaching. You need the proper mindset to be able to get out of this, and that's what I'm doing. So I'll continue with the series. Come and let's study, and let's learn in the name of Jesus. Amen.